You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Derrick Jones Jr. opting out and how this could be a good thing for the Chicago Bulls. Also, Darnell Mayberry uh, reports that AK has the green light to go in any direction with the team that he sees fit. And we'll talk about the blockbuster Perzingis trade that went down late yesterday, early this morning, depending on where you are. We'll get into all that and more (laughs) right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler in every order. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central, Sky Central, a lot of other centrals as well on top of that, just a little shameless plug. Uh, with that said, Pat, let's get into the topics for today. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. opts out after saying that he was going to opt in in April. We get to June. He decides to go ahead and opt out. How you feeling about DJJ opting out? You lied to us. You said, no, nah, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm, I am going to miss DJJ. I'm not going to lie to you um, because he was a guy who what we talked about last season, a ton, we didn't have enough of a guy that the second you, yeah. he steps on the court, you feel his presence. You feel him make an impact. You feel uh, uh, his ability instantly, right? Defensive and or right. Surprising us with a little bit of offense with the corner three being able to knock it down. But if something's not going his way, he doesn't just disappear off of the court for 10 minutes. Like some players that we have that just be on the court. And then you look around, you'd be like, how long has he been standing there? Um, But at the end of the day, I I mean, listen, it, it gives the bulls more cap space, allows the bulls kind of to maybe not have to go into that luxury tax that Jerry Reinsdorf probably wasn't going to let us go into anyway. I mean, maybe with the reports we got today, we will we'll see get a little into bit that, different, but yeah. we'll get into that. But I think um, it, it is a positive for the bulls, but I'm still sad to see DJJ go. I think DJJ was a really good role player for the bulls. Probably. I mean, honestly, probably the best role player we had. Eh, Caruso's technically a role, yeah. a role player. Yeah. I guess I think of Caruso a little bit higher, but yeah, one of the yeah. best role players we had. And I think I, to me, this all came down to probably a conversation between AK and DJJ and all of them where it was, Hey, uh, so Dalen's going to play a little bit next season. We got to figure out what the heck Marco is. So he's probably going to get some tick next season. We're having a tough time seeing your role on this team. And um, we want to allow you the opportunity to go find something. If you don't want to be here, I, I feel like it was a man-to-man type of conversation. So hopefully DJJ lands on his feet somewhere and goes out there and uh, and dominates. DJJ in Miami wouldn't be bad, actually. Yeah, well, I, I see you. You, I, I get where you're getting at. I'm not saying you're wrong as far as thinking that maybe it was a conversation with AK in the Bulls front office. I think more maybe him and his agent was like, "Hey, man, you played pretty good last season in your time." Yeah, I did. I did. I played pretty good. You think some team is going to sign you to a little bit more than three point three? And that, that's probably the decision. He's probably going to go out there and get a little bit little bit more, probably not yeah. a lot, and then probably even be on the contender. I mean, being on the back end of a 
contending roster or close to it is a lot different than being on the back end where Billy Donovan has not given you a consistent role. Uh, I'm going to miss DJJ too. And I think, I always think at what DJJ could have been had he played the more natural three slash four that fits him a little bit more. Um, and not but, center? Is that what you said? Yeah, and not center. He's yeah, not definitely. a center? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, this the 6'6 six, six guy with long arms and skinny as hell is not actually a center. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's that Zion movement. You got to watch out with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Zion Williamson and Paul. You got to watch it, man. You got to watch it. Oh, man. Nonetheless, though. um, Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I I love DJJ. I love what he brought here, bro. Um, We talked about him and just how important he was as a role player for the Bulls in some important games. Winning a couple of games for the Bulls with timely blocks down the stretch as well. So, like. Yeah, I'm always going to miss it, but here's what I'll say. A couple of benefits. You touched on one already. The obvious one, at least right now, Dalen's definitely going to have to get minutes unless we for do sure. some drastic things. So it opens up the floor for Dalen. Um, now with the with the combination of the salary cap being higher than expected and now we're moving uh, DJJ's contract, the Bulls have their full mid-level exception of $12.2 million they can go out and try to sign somebody with. Um, yep. Here's the question I'm going to throw to you on this one. Do you think there's any chance that Andre Drummond also reneges on his 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 him saying him saying kept it at renege to him <laughs> saying that uh, <laughs> lost episodes y'all in a, we we lost episode that was hilariously funny. Um, hey, <laughs> shout out to Christos Porzingis almost backing out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that uh, Drummond may also back out? Do you think there may be more of a market for Drummond where he thinks to opt out of his contract? I think Drummond's on a different uh, uh, mindset with it. Drummond talked about being happy here, be, being understood here. Yeah. Um, mental and, health. When the mental Bulls health and, and the Bulls supporting him on his mental health journey. I think Drummond's more on that time. So I think he probably will stick around. Um, I, I've always said, Andre Drummond could get more money. Oh, I think sure. I think Drummond really just wanted to be in Chicago. I think he really wanted to be a Bull. Because like even when we signed him last season, I was like, there's no way... We're the only team that offered him a contract, and we offered him this little contract. Like, there's no way there was no market for Andre Drummond as a big man who can go out there and just get 10 rebounds whenever he wants to. Now, he's going to bring you five fouls. Right, that's that's mm-hmm. what I talked about with Marcus Smart going over there. I was like, between Marcus Smart and Jaron Jackson, everybody's in foul trouble in the first quarter. Don't send Andre Drummond over there. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're going to have 15 fouls before the end of the half. But um, I, I think that uh, Drummond is – I think Drummond's on a different mindset with it. Um, bigger than the financials that come with it. I also think he understands that if I dominate here, um, I will be loved forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, I mean, very Detroit-style fan base. When the team is good, we will love y'all to the ends of the earth. Like, I think also it's, it's Drummond has a clear... Now, Billy Donovan didn't use him all, always in that, but Drummond has a clear role. He's able to come in and just do the things he does right, right? His, his, the compliment that he offers for Nikola Vucevic coming off the bench, it, it's clear, and he, yeah. it, it's a clearly defined role. Um, and I also think, like, if we do go younger uh, with playing Dalen more, Dalen and Drummond getting out on fast breaks with Alex Caruso helping lead that some, hey, bro, I'll tell you what, y'all watch y'all heads next season, so... Yeah. I'll ask you this, right? To me, Marco's not a five in the modern NBA. Like, he can play the five, but Marco wants the ball in his hand. He wants to move around. He wants to, he he basically wants to be a tall A point guard. Um, Does this open up minutes for Marco Simonovic at the four more so? Because DJJ was that guy that was getting in at the four, also Javante. Like, it shouldn't have been a restriction. But (laughs) 
a bunch of six six and six four guys playing the four. But does this open up minutes for Marco at the four to possibly see some time on the floor, or is Dale Terry just about to be a power forward next season? Here's the thing: I'm not willing to say anything with Marco because to me, we needed size, rebounding, and shooting <laughs> last year, and Marco offers all. Yeah, he's going to get dunked on five times a game, and his defense is absolute trash. But I tell you what, like. The fact that they didn't go to him when we when we were literally Caruso was down, Javante was down, Patrick Williams was was up and down in this play, and they just looked at Marco and was like, "Yeah, man, just keep warming that bench. Go to the G League. We got you." And he was. It's not like Marco didn't cook in the G League. I'm just not willing to say that I don't think Marco does anything to get minutes. Like I would hope that we see him a little bit more, especially if they're if they're going to keep him on the roster. I want to see him play. But yeah. if like I, I just I just don't know. I'm not willing to say that quite yet. I didn't watch a ton of, well, I guess Billy came in. I did watch a ton of them, but I guess Billy came in and always had a star on his team, right? But yeah. is Billy Donovan just Tom Thibodeau? No, like you, like Tom Thibodeau makes adjustments all the time. No, 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 I'm saying in the sense of I'm not playing you if you're under three years in the NBA. No, because we saw what I.O. That's true. We, we saw what I.O. P. Will started his first, like his first, Stint and as a rookie, he started right away. So I think I don't think Billy's think as that's a, that, that might be a different team too, though. That first yeah, that, team, yeah, true, was, true, that true, first true. team was Shaq Harrison and, and Zach. You know, what was, I mean? Shaq still on, was Shaq? Was I think Shaq Harrison, Harrison still was still then? on the team. Bro. That's crazy. Like, um, we got rid I, of like all the mugs, <laughs> like trade them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I, I don't think Billy's ad, as adverse to playing young guys as people think. I truly just think that. Marco wasn't ready. I think Dalen yeah. Terry's development plan was to always be in the in the G League because he's able to work on ball handling, having everything go through him. He just wasn't going to be able to have that. Um, I just think that if if Billy's going to play you, you have to have one skill that he can bet on you to do every every single night. That's true. At a minimum, P. Will and Io both had the defensive side of the ball. Dalen just has energy, which yeah. would have been great last season with how many how much we saw the Bulls basically play dead basketball. But uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> I mean, honestly, bro, like, I, <laughs> Dalen got in the game twice. <laughs> One game he put up, like, 15 points, gave you hey, solid contribution. And yeah. then the next game he got in, like, it was just pure energy and defense. And it was like, hey, we kind of need this stuff. And then we never saw him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And remember that that stretch? Dalen played pretty good defense on Trey Young for a couple. But now Trey did cook him on two possessions, too. So Trey I cooked him on two, two. And then I think Dalen ended up getting a block. And Muzz was like, but the block. I was like, yeah. mm. <laughs> that man got sidestepped out there. But it, the, the thing, even with that, and that's that's the part that I don't like. Like, hearing that, right, like, we have 18th overall pick who played the least amount of minutes coming into the draft tonight, you know, who's going to be this? Are the Bulls going to trade up for somebody? Are, are the Bulls going to go after somebody? My question is, if the Bulls do go after somebody, are the Bulls going to play that somebody? Because Marco hasn't played. DJJ hasn't played. I mean, it, P. Will, to me, was a necessity. Io kind of was a necessity, too, because you didn't expect Lonzo to go out. Like, well, basically, well, I was playing long before that, though. Io came in and earned that role in, in preseason. He was playing, he played 15 minutes the first game of that of his rookie season. Yeah, so but remember the minutes it the minutes had died down a little bit, and then Lonzo well, got hurt and he and the minutes came back. Cause they were like, Kobe at point, ain't it? <laughs> and no, and Kobe went down. Well, Kobe was out. Kobe, Kobe was, was out. out. That's, Kobe that's was why out. I yeah, was yeah, able yeah. to get in yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I guess ultimately we'll see, man. But uh, next up, we're going to be talking about AK getting the green light. And we'll talk about what the heck that means. Before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs just simply make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Out here, y'all here showing thigh out here? That's crazy. That's hey, I got them Johns on right now. Don't make me stand <laughs> up. We'll get canceled. <laughs> Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that uh, that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dog uses anti-stink sweat with sweat. Winking fabric, what what a weird word, that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. All right, so Darnell Mayberry had an article, Pat, today. Um, and I love how people, again, people run with articles. It's so weird. Uh, but with that said... AK apparently has the green light from ownership to go in any direction he sees fit with the team. Me and you talked a little bit um, off air about this, and I'm going to throw this question to you so we can talk about it here. Do you think that means the luxury tax is option, or is this more of a fluff piece again? I don't know if it's a fluff piece. I think it's a good thing to hear that AK does have, um, you know, free run uh, to do with his team what he's supposed to do. I think that that's what your GM should have if you really believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, realistically, his it's good to hear that because this is what championship GMs say to their or championship owners say to their GMs. We don't hear Jay Reinsdorf say this very often. <laughs> I hope that AK takes advantage of it, but I, I just I don't know. I don't know what that's going to do in this year, right? Like I feel like it's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want in a year that we have the least to do. You know what I mean? In the year we have, or the the year we have the least resources to do something with, and I just don't, I don't foresee AK wanting to reset this entire thing. I know that a lot of people are speculating Bulls are going to trade with the Knicks. Bulls are going to trade with because the Knicks have. By the way, I I get this right. The Knicks have young players. I don't want them. I don't want any of the young players. On I mean, me. you can send me a manual quickly. I'm I'm good on him too. I can t- I take quickly. I, I like I think I think he's falling out of rotation. I like I like you know his game a little bit, but like I don't think he's Tyrese Maxey like Muggs was trying to compare him to. They weren't <laughs> trying to compare the two for so long. And hey, that bro, is not like, what they are. I'm like they just both uh, similar heights have Make dreads up. and black. <laughs> like that's that's what the similarities in. <laughs> like, First of all, I don't trust Emmanuel quickly being 190 pounds, bro. Like I'm I'm good on Emmanuel. I know you're. I, I'm good. They have a lot of first round picks though. They got four first round picks potentially next season. It, you, you remember remember uh, basically the package, right? Send me all of them. <laughs> you got to send me all of them. You got to send me at least three. You got to blow my mind. <laughs> like, like I'm not sending you Zach Levine for Emmanuel. They say Emmanuel quickly, Evan Fournier, bro. That and, was the stupidest trade like that. Like uh, Knicks fans, Obi Toppin, and I'm like Obi Toppin. Now I will say this: Obi Toppin has been given the short end of the stick out there. Can, can we can we trade for Obi Toppin and also draft Grady Dick? Ooh, Toppin Dick would be crazy. Toppin Dick, that yeah. would be a crazy combination there, bro. Uh, you gotta. 
<laughs> just in case. Or uh, if, you get, if you get quickly too, you get the quick top dick. Nah, now you're trying to stretch it. You're stretching it too much. <laughs> you you could have went you could have went fully on their names though. Quickly top and dick. I mean, but no, I think I think at the end of the day, um, there's not a package out there that I see from any of these teams short of Portland, who's basically said we're not trading a pick, we're not trading away Dame. Y'all get what y'all get. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how Dame's like, I'm not going to be a part of a youth movement. <laughs> and, and Portland's just like, yeah, okay. You're not going nowhere. Like, we're keeping I'm tellin- you. I'm telling y'all, this is going to be Dame. He's going to be, before training camp, he's going to be like, hey, man, who all over there? Who all over there? Oh, it's a bunch of young cats? <laughs> no, nah, give me a body here, bro. Like, that's that's, that's going to be Dame. You know, you know black people when they say, who all over there? Who all over there? Yeah. Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm going to chill at the crib, bro. <laughs> I just, I don't see, I don't see a deal that's like, oh, my God, like, the Bulls have to pull the trigger on this. And I know Bulls fans want to make moves just to see something done, just to say AK did something. But remember, the last time we made moves just to do something, we became a 22-win team and got the seventh pick. And those players didn't pan out on this team. We're on the last one now. Like, I just, I don't foresee the the blow this all up option as the best option. I never will. Yeah, it's not, blowing it all up is not happening. I keep telling y'all it's not happening. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, here's, here's what I think. I, I hope that it means a luxury tax. And not to say that the tax just means you're going to all of a sudden be this, this huge, amazing playoff team. Simply put, we got a $20 million contract that we ain't getting nothing out of. You know, the best way to overcome that is to pay a little a little of the luxury tax. That's it. Yeah. And I guess here's here's what stands out to me even more on this that maybe people haven't talked about. Yeah. Does that mean that we can use the mid-level ex- or the uh the uh disabled player exception on Lonzo Ball? The que- the problem with that is, is keep in mind, free agency opens on the 30th. It takes almost a month to get that approved. All the free agents will be off the board by then. Unless unless maybe they already, listen, they do so much without us finding out. I wouldn't be surprised if free agency opens and they're like, the Bulls have used their Lonzo Ball disabled player exception. We didn't even know you filed for it. Yeah. But if they haven't filed for it by now, chances are if they were to file today, but most of free agents are going to be unless they have a conversation and free agents willing to wait. But most free agents are going to be off the board by the time that gets approved at this point. At, well, I think that's the thing, too. Right. This is just when Darnell is writing the article. We don't know when everything kind of was. Already, I'm assuming AK had this conversation. Not yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm assuming AK probably had this conversation right after the season ended. Like, hey, we got some issues here. We got to do something. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I don't think that moving on from Zach Levine. I don't even know if moving on from Demar Derozan is the right answer because every time we see the two of them with a point guard, where all of a sudden this unstoppable basketball team, I think you got to find the right guy. But I do like that Jerry Reinsdorf is telling you, hey, at least. This is what this tells me. I've seen enough to believe that you can get me pieces here. Mm-hmm. Go get me pieces. Okay. Let's hope that that's the case, man. I mean, listen, as much as we talk about Jerry, uh, he has paid the luxury tax once. And like I said before, keep in mind, the luxury tax bill isn't calculated to the end of the season. So if the Bulls do go into the luxury tax at the start of the season, if it don't work, 
Who's to say that they can't make some moves to get ease off some of that salary? And then at that point, they wouldn't. So let, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. We'll see what it all ends up being, man. But, hey, we do have to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors. Before we talk about last night's madness with the Porzingis trade and how that actually affects the Chicago Bulls. But uh, we got to tell you guys about eBay Motors. Listen, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. That is why we're not a championship team. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle, or it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts or accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay's guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for your ride. Who says that still? To my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay Motors uh, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win with the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. All right, let's get into the last topic. So we had a completely different conversation about this trade in the episode that was lost and will never be seen. The lost tapes. Uh, the lost tapes. One day we're going to release it. We're going to drop it. We're going to get the proof. No, they're never going to approve that episode. Nah, they'll never approve that. <laughs> that, that one, there was some stuff said the in that The lost tapes one. of Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, With that said, this Przingis trade goes down. It goes down a little bit differently than we initially uh, thought. We thought that... um. Brogdon was going to go uh, to the Clippers, which, you know, may have freed up some other things. But now it seems like Brogdon apparently has a major injury that they do not think they're going to be able to unload him at all. That may be what broke down that trade. But in this now, Przingis is going to Boston. Marcus Smart is going to Memphis. Tyus Jones is going to the Washington Wizards. The Boston Celtics are also getting two first-round picks back in this move. Grade the deal, Pat. Um, Boston is fleecing. Boston is dominating out here. I give them credit. Brad Stevens said, I'm going to be a good coach that gets my team to the finals, fall just short, and then uh, I'm going to be a good coach that gets my team all the pieces they need to get back to the finals. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I or a good GM, I should say. I give him all the credit in the world on pulling this deal off. Got first-round picks out of it as well. Danny Ainge basically just passed the torch over to him to keep getting first-round picks for this Boston team. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know what Washington's doing. I mean, you traded away two 20-plus point-per-game players, and you got Landry Shamit, second-round picks, and Tyus Jones. And Tyus Jones is probably not going to stick around. Hey, listen, if Tyus Jones is bought out, I am going to kidnap him and take him to the United Center myself and make a and make AK sign. Tyus, <laughs> but interesting question so the conversation that we had in the lost tapes uh we talked about how brogdon now going to uh at that point going to the clippers could it free up russ and could the bulls make a move for Russ? i'm I'm gonna flip it now on a a, a different player with Przingis now going to boston it's been said that grant williams will probably not be re-signed would you be interested in grant williams i would be interested in grant williams i would tell him to not poke the bear um, please don't please don't we gotta we gotta stop i don't know why people think that that's okay you know dylan brooks grant williams oh god we're gonna end up with both of them aren't we wow keep in mind and it will fit with the mid-level exception last year uh 
Grant Williams making only $4.3 million. Are we going to end up with Grant Williams and Dylan Brooks? And wow. Dylan Brooks. Hey, that's this, tough. this team is swinging, bro. That is tough. <laughs> um, man, that's a tough. That's a very light-skinned team. Uh, <laughs> that team is mixed, boy. <laughs> man, talk about the dead player, bro. Like, that's crazy. The white mamas in the crowd is going to be on 10. But uh, I, think, I think at the end of the day, Grant Williams to me is a... Uh, I think he he's a guy that brings grit. Um, yeah. He's a guy that that brings uh, intensity. He's a guy that's going to bring that fight uh, every single night. And I think that he's the kind of grinded out player that the Bulls want. I don't think he's an oh my god player. I don't think you have yeah. to overpay for him. I do think yeah. Dallas might overpay for him. <laughs> I think I think Dallas is like we need somebody remotely big that can rebound. Grant yeah. Williams is like he's basically. But I, I just. Do we want to? Is that the fix that gets us moving in the right direction? I think that's got to be AK's focus. What's the position yeah. that we continue to talk point about? Point guard has to be that the we first need. One. It's yeah, got to be point his guard first is focus. the first. Yeah, that's yeah. the first focus. Is point guard by far? Um, oh, somebody in the comments said Grant Williams, Dylan Brooks, and Gabe Vincent. Let's go. First of all, we can't afford all three of those guys, but uh, we can probably <laughs> afford two. Wow, hey, renewable, renewable, renewable review. relax. Wow. Oh, bro. Global. I got wow. stuff for you. I got comment, comment of the week, hey, though, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> Tony Brothers is gonna tech on you, bro. You're done. You're done. Wow. That's bro. That's triple R, bro. That that hey man, that's tough. Um I lost my whole train of thought now, bro. I don't even know what point I was making anymore. I just uh I, I look at this with Grant Williams. I, let me ask you this. If if Grant Williams is available, Bulls go out and get them, where do they go next? Because I think that Grant Williams. What? What is Jerry doing here? <laughs> yeah. Jerry, we're talking about his money. He had to pop up. Be like, hey, wait, what are we talking about here? You're talking Jerry, about signing. Get out of here, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. But um, it depends. Like Grant Williams, what do you realistically? What six and a half, seven million dollars? You probably seven see him million, for? probably seven million. All right, so let so that still leaves five Which and a half. Dallas is going off from twelve. Oh, bro, Dallas. <laughs> Oh man, listen, they may offer that man $18 million a year. Hey, bro. Hey, yo. Like <laughs> it's funny because I was talking with Nick last night, bro. This man was like, I would love Robert Williams. I was like, you hated Christos Porzingis. Why would you want Robert Williams for 30 games a year? That's funny. He's gonna get the other Williams. Grant Williams. Um I, I, I point guard needs to be addressed first. I like Grant Williams, is what he coming off the bench. I like that a lot. Um he could be insurance as well. 39% three-point shooter. So we know the four in this offense is going to get a lot of open corner threes. I, I it's just it, that can't be the move. That can't yeah. be the move. If we if we primarily run it back and we're like, yeah, we brought in Grant Williams, you know, AK, you know, we kind of we surveyed we surveyed, you know, the free agency and we we saw that 39, you know, we want to change our shot profile. We saw the 39% from three-point range, and you know, we figured he would be the guy for us. He can also help bring along Patrick Williams. I don't want to hear that as your main signing, bro. We need a point guard first. Yeah. Um, and the money opening up, I, I it still doesn't. Because Russ is not going to be a free agent, I don't think there's still a premier point guard that excites me. I think all the ones that excite me, you got to trade for realistically. Like, okay. With that said, Tyus or Trey, whoever, what, who's your point? Who's your point guard that's that's not a free agent 
that we would have to trade for. Who's your who's your number one target? That we would have to trade for. I mean, is DeJounte actually available? That definitely would be target number that, one. That I mean, would be my number one target. You're giving up more draft capital. Yeah, you now def- you're giving up the future. I love how Muzz are like, the Bulls have no future. And it's like, we got our pick next year. We lose one more, and then we have all our picks after that. All play. our picks. And not a single first-round pick goes out after that. Like, <laughs> and, by the way, we have the ability to get picks for next year yeah. as well. Like, I mean, And, and those, those are the same type of people where it's literally like you eat one of their Oreos. And like, you ate all my Oreos. There's a whole row left, bro. Chill yeah. out. Um, is there is there a scenario where a uh if if you know we're we're talking about going after that guy that could just go rebound is there a scenario where the Bulls try to make a pitch to a uh, Draymond Green who at least can run both roles you got your you got a little more money I just, now I don't you think can there's any, any way that we have enough money for Draymond I don't <laughs> think there's any way we have enough money for Draymond. that's insane that Draymond's gonna get more than seventeen million <laughs> like. It's like, it's like, hey man, he is not the same Draymond. Y'all know who we gonna end up with is we go get Pat Bev back. Bro. Twelve million dollars right in his range. Foul. Eighty-two games of and, Pat and, Bev. Hey, he did tweet yesterday that the Bulls should run it back. He hasn't really talked much about Bulls. He saw he saw that that uh, that DJJ opted out and that luxury tax went up, and he was like, <laughs> "There may be a way." I'm back in. As soon as I'm back. I'm back. Oh um, man, it, it's it's. Bulls aren't Bulls aren't in a good situation for this season. That's how you have to look at it. They're not in a good situation for this season. It doesn't mean they're not in a good situation for the future. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that this season won't play out very differently than last season. Remember, two seasons ago when we were excited and winning, we couldn't beat any of the good teams. We beat all the bad teams. We literally lost to every single good team. I think our record versus teams above five hundred was like three and freaking all the rest. <laughs> three and whatever's remaining um, well i mean we had a Bears season versus anybody above 500 out here and i i think that with um you know last season we beat all the good teams we struggled against some teams we absolutely should have been able to beat that's a mindset thing can they come in and fix all of that i guess we'll see man that's remaining to be seen by the way y'all can tell by pat's outfit today that he's definitely crip walking his way into espn today rolling down the follow us on everything at locked up bulls you can follow me on everything at pat the designer these bulls in trouble absolutely you can follow me at ceo hayes the ceo h-a-i-z-e and thank you for making locked on bulls your first listen every day make sure you guys also check out the uh locked on nba draft show going down tonight live starting at 7 30 p.m eastern standard time on the locked on nba youtube channel but you can find locked on bulls on every podcasting platform as well as youtube and the odyssey app for pat the designer i'm hayes we out here peace y'all peace Renewable is wild for that comment. <laughs>